the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin, a sitting U.S. president, the target of impeachment for only the fourth time. Here is White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Last week's announcement by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi of a formal impeachment inquiry into President Trump was historic. Only three previous presidents have been the subject of such proceedings. Andrew Johnson and Bill Clinton were impeached, but both remained in office after being acquitted in Senate trials. Richard Nixon, meanwhile, resigned to avoid being impeached. According to the U.S. Constitution, the House can impeach a president by a simple majority, while a two-thirds majority vote is required in the Senate to convict and remove a president. Greg Clugston, The White House. A group of hospitals in Tennessee and in Virginia have filed a lawsuit against the manufacturers, distributors, and retailers of opioid-based drugs. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka believes the president puts America first. So this is a man who's open to negotiate, even with bad guys. But when push comes to shove, what does he do? He stands up for our interests. He's open to negotiations, but always with one thing in mind. The American interest and the interests of all American citizens. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The Bison are back and they mean business. And you can catch all the action of NDSU football this season on our sister station, Business 1440. You can also see a full schedule and stream the games at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. My name is Jason Summer. It's just past 4 o'clock here in the Twin Cities. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. we got a chance of showers the rest of the day with a high of 60 degrees. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's not luck. It's Lucky's Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. We're a value-driven company that lines up with companies consistent with the Patriot. We're Minnesota-based. Well, in some ways, we are David against Goliath. We have to work harder. Often, we're going against international corporations. These are major, large corporations, and we have all the products you're going to find in any of our competitors. I think we offer a sense of appreciation. We find that good customer service in a small neighborhood environment environment works pretty well with us and that's our focus we treat our people well and we hope that that carries over to the customer we want you to come in check out our stores find where we're at on the map mention you heard us on the radio you'll get any size fountain or coffee drink free our hope is to earn your business so you can make Lucky's your landmark for convenience and service. Now there's a Lucky's Station near you. Find them online at luckystations.com. Lucky's Station, the official convenience store of AM 1280 The Patriot. Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. Their prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low you can't find these fares published anywhere. They specialize in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rental rates, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, they can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. 
If you want the lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last-minute travel deals, too. Call right now. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd to the 11th. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his direction. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. And what does that mean? That means it is the best hour in radio of the week. You know it well. It is the victory hour. Smart plane talk about politics, Israel, and the law. We will give you... The Straight Talk Express without the John McCain meandering or or a... Uh, That's enough. Put down the mic. You are a rude, <laughs> terrible person. No, he happens to agree with me regarding John McCain. Listen, I uh, John McCain brought much uh, to uh, the discourse of the hurly-burly of policy in this great country. Uh, but, um, you know, he was a little bit of a, as I say, a, a meanderer on policy. Uh, yes, he was a straight talker, uh, but he was an apologist for a number of things. I think he caved on many things, not least of which was uh, the vote regarding uh, the Affordable Care Act. Oh, you may not recognize that. Obamacare. That you might recognize. Okay. So today on the Victory Hour, like all of our other days but different, we have a very special guest, and we're going to be talking about the High Holy Days, the Jewish High Holy Days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur with Rabbi Yoshua Bornstein. 
a very close friend of mine, one of, uh, he's, he's a great rabbinic uh, scholar. He is the leader of uh, School Torah Academy, which is uh, the uh, Jewish Day School uh, in town, along with uh, the Minneapolis Jewish Day School. But Torah Academy teaches at a high level of uh, religious uh, identity and maintains excellence across the board, a, uh, a great school in uh, St. Louis Park, Minnesota. And Rabbi Bornstein has done an outstanding job uh, leading the school as its executive director. And we are very lucky to have him here. I have been studying Torah uh, and the Parsha each week of Torah, on and off with Rabbi Bornstein for well over a decade. And he really is the one who I guess could say responsible or a big thank you for me to introducing me to uh, Torah study uh, and moving me in the direction that really I think All should go whatever religion that they may choose, and that is closer to God, the most important. But particularly as we speak about today in Judaism. So we're going to be joined by Rabbi Bornstein. Make sure you stay with us for that. In the coming weeks, we're going to have on... uh, Representative Drakowski, who has been speaking uh, about Ilhan Omar, served with her in the uh, state legislature. He's been on national news. We're going to try to get him on the Victory Hour. In addition, Warren Limmer I hope to have on soon, a state senator. Warren Limmer, who uh, is a great friend of the state of Israel, uh, a great friend of sound policy, holding back the avalanche or tidal wave, whichever you may choose to use as your exemplar of left-wing liberal policy. And Warren Limmer is a leader uh, against that, or at least trying to hold it back and at bay. We hope to have uh, Senator Limmer on soon as well. I want to first speak today with you about a front-page article that was in the Minneapolis Star-Tribune earlier this week. And it wasn't just a front-page article. It was above-the-fold, center article, the banner of the Star-Tribune, top article. The headline, Arab Parties Reject Netanyahu. Historic move in Parliament could give rival Gantz, that's Benny Gantz, an edge in deadlocked Israel election. And as I read the article, not just the headline, although, you know, that, that's a bit skewed and gives you the wrong idea in the, right at the beginning, But the article as a whole, I realize that while the facts, technically, most of them are correct, 
the point that's being made uh, really isn't. And this is not about being pro-Bibi Netanyahu or con-Bibi Netanyahu. Uh, No pun intended by the con reference. Uh, It is more about what is the significance of the Arab parties? Now, listen, where we are at now is not where we were on Monday. Now, and it's not a huge difference, but a small addition, Likud now has 32 seats. Benny Gantz's party, the Blue and White Party, which is, by the way, very similar to Likud. I mean, when we're talking about differences, it's not like uh, the fundamentalist right-wing party and the labor union party. These parties both are strong Zionist parties who believe in the nation-state of Israel as a Jewish democratic state. And they represent 65 seats in the 120-seat Knesset. And so there could be a unity government having nothing to do with the Arab parties. The fact that the Arab parties decided for the first time, and by the way, very important to understand, that Arabs hold seats within major parties in Israel. They are Arabs who have recognized the state of Israel, who are citizens of the state of Israel and support the Jewish democratic state of Israel. But this democratic state, the state of Israel, also has within its Knesset those who do not recognize the state or at least oppose much of what it stands for. That is democracy. And this last election, 13 seats were given to the combined Arab, got to say, anti-Israel parties. Anti-Israel as we know it, parties. 13. But again, Arabs sit with others, other parties, that are not anti-Israel. Not many, but there are a few. And this statement by the Star Tribune in the article that this is a historic move, it is to the fact that they are recognizing another party for the first time and that other party recognizes the state of Israel uh, in all of what it does. In and uh, all of its democracy and as a Jewish state. So that part is unusual. But the Arab joint list isn't going to be a part of any coalition government, nor would it in this country or any other country that wanted to maintain a democratic identity, particularly here as a Jewish state, because... That party opposes that. The joint list opposes that. And that needs to be understood, and it's never talked about. It makes it look like 
oh, the, you know, the Jews are uh, discriminatory. They're discriminating against the Arabs. Arabs who are citizens don't have all the rights that the Jewish citizen does. That's not true. Okay? That, that is not true. Uh, and in fact, they're, as I've said before, on the Supreme Court. Uh, Arab Israelis. So uh, if you read the article on the front page earlier this week, take it with a grain of salt. Much of it leads to conclusions without a clue. We will be right back after this quick break on the Victory Hour. And during this break, go to ParkerDK.com. That's Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, Premier Law Firm, downtown Minneapolis, ParkerDK.com. You'll find an outstanding website that talks about the Premier Law Firm in downtown. And come right back, because we'll be here. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We're facing culture attacks, both beyond and within our borders. Now is the time to rise up to protect our conservative values. On Tuesday the 22nd, Elder and Prager team up for the War for America's Soul Tour at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington. VIP tickets are already sold out, so reserve your seats before they're gone at am1280thepatriot.com. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. 
Go to ParkerDK.com. The Victory Hour with Sticks. Yes, indeed. Come on in. The price is free. You know what? And isn't that wonderful? How do you get the best hour in radio of the week for free? You tune in to 1280 AM, The Patriot. And here we are. Smart plane talk about politics, Israel, and the law. And this week, as we come up to the Jewish High Holy Days, we are honored to have with us Rabbi Yoshua Bornstein. And I will tell you of one of my closest friends and someone who has had a huge impact, positive impact on my life, wonderfully so. And uh, you now all get the opportunity to uh, learn a bit from uh, Joshua Bornstein and to be introduced to him. Rabbi, thank you for being with us on the Victory Hour. Thank you for inviting me. I get to cross one more thing off my bucket list. <laughs> Yes, indeed. I mean, you know, many have the Victory Hour uh, guest or guest hosting as on their bucket list. No question about it. Yes. So before we get started on the High Holy Days and and something that, that certainly pales in comparison but is important nonetheless, the Minnesota Twins clinched this week. What? I know one big Twins fan who is in the room here today who is not as pessimistic as I am, and that is Rabbi Bornstein. This is true. There we go. (laughs) So what do you think? Any predictions? They have given us a really fun summer. Yes. And that's that's my main goal, is give me a really fun summer, something to follow. And then everything else is a bonus. Do they look likely to make a long playoff run? It'll be tough. But those of us who remember 1987, the Twins had no chance against the Tigers in 1987. No, that's exactly right. Tigers had Jack Morris and Doyle Alexander. Yes. And we didn't stand a chance, but you never know. You, you, you never know. And uh, I'll tell you, Randy Dobnak looks pretty good. You know, that's the uh, famous quote from Joaquin Andujar, the Cardinals pitcher. What did he say? He said baseball can be summed up in two words. You never you know. You never know. You never know. So that means we got to watch. And we will. And it's going to be uh, outstanding. I may be able to score a couple of strips of tickets for these uh, playoffs, Rabbi, so you uh, make sure you're available. Okay. Now, I want to turn to really what I want to focus on this week uh, on the Victory Hour, and, and that is a discussion of the Jewish High Holy Days, which are right upon us, uh, literally... Uh, a few short minutes, hours away. And many out there, you know, view, well, that's the new year, okay? So they think about, you know, the new year on January 1. They think about, in their mind's eye, maybe the Chinese New Year, different New Years that 
occur in different uh, communities. Tell us a little bit about how the Jewish New Year of Rosh Hashanah is, is really fundamentally different than most of the others. I, I hate to correct the host. Yes, but I want to hear it. But I would actually, the first clarification that's very important is Rosh Hashanah is not the Jewish New Year. Oh, that's right. You're right. It, it is the New fair. Year celebrated by the Jewish people. Yes. But according to Jewish tradition, Rosh Hashanah commemorates yes. the day that Adam was created on the sixth day of creation. And it is the New Year of the world, of everybody. And according to Jewish tradition, it is the day of judgment. It's a day of judgment for everybody. Um, Jew and non-Jew alike. So it is, while we have a specific holiday regarding it and specific rules and specific customs regarding it, we do view it actually as the new year for everybody and everyone's fate, the world's fate is being judged, and we'll get to that. So that's just an important clarification. Um, It's impossible to discuss Rosh Hashanah without Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah means in Hebrew, well, it means in English, the Hebrew word Rosh, it means the beginning, and Shana is the year. So Rosh Hashanah means the beginning of the year. So it is the beginning of the new year, and we will turn the clock in Jewish tradition to what year? 50 which? Come on, you know. I don't have it all here. 5780. 5780. I was going to say it's around 58. So it's like 1280, 5780. Yeah. And and it'll be the new year um, starting Sunday night at sunset. And that will, the holiday lasts for two days. And Yom Kippur, which means the Day of Atonement, is the follow-up, is the bookend. So let's back up a second. So the sixth- for, First, before you go into that, connect us with uh, Adam and Eve and, and the, the, the celebration of the creation. of how, how do we know it lands at this time 5780. Well, the Talmud tells us, gives us the timeline and tells us that that's what it connects to. But again, put, let's put two and two together. On the sixth day of creation, when Adam was created and Eve was created, what did they do? They sinned by eating from the tree of knowledge. And they were what? Judged by God. So it is the day of judgment as it has always been since the first one is the day that, that we were judged, that Adam was judged and humankind is judged every year based on that. Um, and Yom Kippur, we'll see, also dates back historically. Beautiful. All right. And so now we have the, the, the bookends of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So Rosh Hashanah is the day that, according to tradition, God takes every individual person and judges them where they are, what have they been doing, and where are they going? What's your trajectory? Have you, so to speak, been good? And are you pointing in the right direction or in the wrong direction and makes a decision on what your upcoming year is going to be. And according to Jewish tradition, all of the things that we fret and worry about every day are decided on Rosh Hashanah. Who's going to live and who's not going to live? Who's going to be healthy? Who's going to be sick? How much money are we going to make? Where, where success, not success. All the, all the things that we worry about are all lumped into the days of Rosh Hashanah, God looks at us, sees where we're at. We're obviously trying to pull our game up in the days leading up to Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Hashanah, and we are being judged and decided what's going to happen. Yom Kippur 
the Day of Atonement, and again, we'll come back to it, but Yom Kippur is the opportunity, and the days leading up from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur are the days to try to clean up our the decision that God made. So he made a certain decision for me, and I'm hoping to maybe improve on that, kind of get a, get a test back from the teacher, and you only got a 75, but maybe if you correct some of those mistakes you made, you can get half credit and push it up to a 85 or a 90. So that's what we're trying to do in this time period now is go back to the drawing board a little bit and come back and over the ensuing week and say, okay, I want to be have a chance to kind of get reevaluated. I want to clean up. I realize the gravity of my behavior. I realize where I'm going and I'm ready to take some steps. Unfortunately, as human beings, it can take us a while to pick up on on where we want to go and what we want to do. And so what what is the focus of Rosh Hashanah and what are we celebrating or connecting to? So it's an interesting thing because you would think the Day of Atonement would be Rosh Hashanah. Before I get judged, first let me clean up all my sins, let me get atonement, let me say I'm sorry, and then judge me. But actually we do the reverse. We have a Day of Judgment. We don't discuss atonement really on Rosh Hashanah. We don't say, we don't do confession that we do on Yom Kippur. We, we st- we, the prayer structure doesn't seem to be talking about getting our record improved, atoning for our sins. We'll get to maybe in the next segment a little more what it is doing. But it's unique. It's a little bit out of what we would think. So Rosh Hashanah is a day to connect to God. And we'll get to this more as the creator of the world and as my God. And, and, and to, the, coronate, to coronate God the as king. the king. And we'll get, talk about that for a minute maybe as we go forward here. But the whole structure of the day is to recognize God as God. We blow, many of you know, we blow a shofar, blow a ram's horn on Rosh Hashanah. It's one of the commandments of the day. One of the purposes to it is because when a king comes, what do you do? They blow trumpets to court to announce the king's arrival. So we're, God's always here. But to announce, so to speak, God's arrival in our life, or more importantly, us arriving in his life, we are waking up, right? So the shofar is blowing to announce for us to kind of formally re-inaugurate him as our king. You know, it's interesting. I've always viewed in some respects, and it's certainly oversimplification, uh, that uh, Passover is a holiday in which the community connects with God and thanks God, etc. And and Rosh Hashanah is a holiday in which the individual really connects with God, celebrates God, uh, has gratitude uh, for God and and really tries to understand their connection with God. So after the break, we'll talk about sheep in the pen and build off your thought. Excellent. We are on the Victory Hour with Rabbi Yoshua Bornstein, and we are talking about the Jewish High Holidays. Make sure to stay with us as we've got much more interesting discussion regarding Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And in the meantime, you can go to parkerdk.com. It's a different form of law you will read about there. Not the highest law of all lands, but uh, it is one that you may need help with now and again. And we can do that at the highest expert level. Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. 
We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. I had never been a trader. I hadn't even really studied a whole lot. And so I was... I was brand new to this. My name's Sam. I'm a student with OTA. Tell me why you decided to take classes from Online Trading Academy. I just was kind of at a crossroads. I wanted to uh, look for my next business opportunity, and uh, financial markets had always just kind of appealed to me. Actually, what's nice about everything here with OTA, they can teach you to trade with very small amounts of money uh, and really build everything up from the ground floor. So. You really don't need a lot of money to get going with this. Really amazing instructors. How has Online Trading Academy changed your life? I'm a little bit more in control of my destiny going forward. I'm not quite as worried about contract to contract to know that I have some other sources of income. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. It is the Victory Hour, best hour in radio of the week, every Sunday from 4 to 5 o'clock. You can join yours truly and talk Israel politics and the law this Sunday, no different, other than a bit 
deeper topic and and one that really should touch each and every one of us, maybe uh, point us in a direction that we haven't hadn't thought about or been heading, and that is a discussion of the high holy days of Judaism, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, with Rabbi Yoshua Bornstein, leader, executive director of the top Jewish day school in the Twin Cities with a focus on observant Judaism, and Rabbi Bornstein, who uh, really shifted my uh, view and my day, really my day-to-day view of life and my connection uh, to God, which as I have tried to raise my kids to understand, uh, as well as talk about with others as often as possible, uh, there is little more important than, nothing more important than the uh, individual connection uh, to God. And time and time again, you see those without that who really are going astray by any standard. Uh, so, Rabbi, before the break, we were talking about Rosh Hashanah and the coronation of the king and the connection of the individual versus necessarily the community uh, to God uh, that, that we really celebrate and focus on earnestly uh, during the days of Rosh Hashanah. Before we get back into that, maybe you can... Um, just give the you know some of the elementary understanding. Is Rosh Hashanah one day? Is it two days? When does it start? When does it end? How do we celebrate it? Okay, so the basic rundown is that though biblically Rosh Hashanah is one day, um, in Judaism the day always begins at night. So the, the night before is when the actual day starts. So the first day of, t- of the month of Tishrei, which is the first day of the year, which is Rosh Hashanah. Just in a few hours. Correct. Is Monday. But Monday begins Sunday evening at sunset and will end Monday night. That's that's the first day. And the, biblically speaking, that would be Rosh Hashanah, though Jewish tradition and rabbinically, everyone celebrates two days of Rosh Hashanah, both in Israel and out of Israel, um, for a myriad of reasons that we don't have time for. But it's so we view it as two days. There's different opinions as to what to accomplish in each day, but it's a two day celebration. Celebration is not really the right word. We have festivals right. that are more celebratory, though this is a festival and there is a celebration aspect to it. It is more somber, more serious. I will spend upwards of six, seven, eight hours a day in the synagogue praying. Um, it's, it's a very heavy day with a lot weighing on you and trying to really gather your thoughts and really connect to God on a deeper level. Um, so that's that's all part of the picture that we're dealing with with our Rosh Hashanah. So these two days, everything else is off the table. There is no playoff games. There's no football games. None of, those, none of the things, there's no work. None of the things that would normally distract us should be distracting us. We should be spending the 48, 49 hours of Rosh Hashanah as focused as we can on our connection to God and to really getting ourselves geared up for the upcoming year and where we're going. That's how Rosh Hashanah is celebrated very loosely. A lot of synagogue, a lot of prayer, a lot of focus. Yom Kippur, on the other hand, is a 25-hour period, and that is a fast day, a 25-hour fast day starting by sunset. This year on a week from Tuesday evening till Wednesday night, it'll be a fast day. Fast day means no eating and no drinking. 
And again, of the 25 hours, probably 15 or 16 of them at least are spent in the synagogue praying. So it's heavy days, heavy focus, and really, really trying to, to let your hair down and do what might be the hardest thing to do in life. You know what that is? What might it be? Look in the mirror for real. Yes. As I always say, you know, guys look in the mirror. We take a quick peek. I look pretty good. And you go out and you're happy. Yeah. This is the time to look in the mirror deeply, a little deeper, and get past the good guy that we are and the good person that I might be, but get a little deeper and find, but what can I improve on? What can I improve on my interpersonal relationships? And not just the easy things, the deep-rooted things, the things that are really important. However, you should identify things that you can set as goals and achieve. You get to an important word you said there, deep-rooted. The goal is not, don't come up with the hardest thing in the world for yourself and try to improve those. Those are January 1st, New Year's resolutions. These are much, keep them simple, but try to get to the root. Don't try to cut off a branch. Try to get to the root of, of why, if you don't, if you feel that you, that you lose your, if you feel that you get up, that you don't like the fact that you yell at your coworker, you yell at a spouse, you yell at a kid or whatever it would be, don't say, I'm not going to yell at X person because the real problem is that you're not controlling your temper. So get past the veneer, get past the first level and get down and say, okay, one second, I've got a temper issue. Every time something doesn't go right, I get upset. It happens to be, it happens most often with this person because this person aggravates me, frustrates me, so it comes out at them. But the issue is not them. The issue is the way I control my frustrations. So instead of trying to go for what's the simple, and by simple, I mean right in front of you, take that step back and say, one second, there's a me problem here. I have a temper issue. I remember it frustrated me. I once heard someone say over that you know their New Year's, their, their Rosh Hashanah resolution was to convince three people to be supportive of Israel. But very fine thing. But that's a cop-out. Yeah. Because Rosh Hashanah is not about improving the next guy. The next guy, right. It's about improving yourself. I can give you a long list right, that you should work on. But that's easy, right? I got to work on my list. That's much harder. I got to find that list. I got to get to that root and say, okay, but what can I do better? What am I here for? What did God put me here for? What are my talents? Am I maximizing them? Am I doing the most that I can? It is really the time to reset and to, you know, the, the day-to-day, as I often use the term hurly-burly, and I've already used it once on the show here, of activity and daily activity throughout the entire year, this gives you that opportunity. As you get in a smaller way, but a significant way, on Shabbos every week, it gives you that opportunity in a much deeper way once a year to reset and really identify, go deep to find what is your authentic self? What is it that connects you to your creator? And and as you mentioned on before in the last segment, the rabbis described the judgment as like the sheep coming through a pen. So you have the pen full of sheep and there's one gate and each one's being let out one at a time as you're marking each one. And the rabbis say that's the judgment that we all face because it's individual. I have my friends. I have my family. I have this guy. This one covers me for this. And I, this one backs me up for that. That's not what it's going to be when you're being judged. When you're being judged, when I'm you're being standing judged, there alone. You're alone with nowhere to hide. Nowhere and to hide. On the blooper reel playing. 
of, of all the outtakes reel. <laughs> that we have in our life that, that we'd rather forget about. And, it's, and so that rea- stark reality of standing out there on, on the island is part of what can get us to, as you said, reboot. And the great gift that God gives us is that ability to reboot, is the ability to say, you know what, I want to make a directional change. I want to be better about X, Y, and Z. And then take a small step. You don't have to bite it off in one chomp. You can do it over weeks, months, years, but do something. Do something a little different, concrete. If you walk away inspired and I'm going to be a better person this year, guaranteed meaningless. If you say I'm inspired, I want to be a better person this year, therefore I'm going to give at least a dollar of charity a day, $2, $10, whatever it is. I'm going to do something and act something. I'm going to make sure I call someone who needs a phone call every day. Whatever you want to make, you'll be meaningful. If you do something to change, if you put some actual action plan in, it'll stick. And and what I say again is really understanding who you are, why your creator put you here, and connecting to that. A, you're going to have a much happier life, but more so a much more meaningful life and a more connected life to your creator. Well, there's one other point that I think is is very important along what you're saying, which is, you know, why did God put me here? But also that means God put me here for a reason and he gave me my talents. Yeah. Skills and abilities. Absolutely. That means that my skills and abilities aren't mine. Yeah. There's nothing to brag about because I was given those. The question is, what am I doing with them? And you make sure that you're using them for the right reasons to do good rather than using what many people do their skills and abilities uh, that are unique or are at the highest level for things that are not good or not in gratitude. And that's the key word I wanted to get to and probably don't have time right now, but maybe we can hold We will on the other side of the break. Go ahead to lead in. So the lead in is, and this is what to think about, gratitude. The attitude of gratitude and where that's going to take us and how you can... Again, we don't want to look at anyone else. It's time for introspection. But the starting point of introspection is gratitude. And with that, I want to express my gratitude to Andy for inviting me on and letting me take a shot at this. Well, the gratitude is all ours for you coming uh, on the show. It's been uh, fantastic already. And make sure to stay with us because we're going to talk a little more about gratitude on the other side of the break as we continue our discussion about the High Holy Days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Jewish High Holy Days. Go to parkerdk.com while on this very short break. You'll learn about one of the best, well, probably the premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis just coming off a two-week jury trial victory for the plaintiff in North Dakota, a North Dakota jury awarding $2.1 million to the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm's client. So go to parkerdk.com and stay with us because we'll be right back. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. 
Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We are back. It's the victory hour. You can stop tapping your fingers as the drummer of sticks. That's what we got going. A good mix, indeed. As we lead into the Jewish High Holy Days, the connection to God, days of of not just uh, serious but focused introspection uh, for each of us, holidays of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we are joined today, as you know, on the Victory Hour by Rabbi Joshua Bornstein, and we are we are uh, all learning uh, from the rabbi as he is the executive director of the top Jewish 
day school in the Twin Cities, the Torah Academy. And Torah Academy has a relationship with radio on the holidays. Rabbi, maybe you can uh, share that with us. It's funny because way before my days, back in either the late 50s or early 60s, Rabbi Eisenman, who was the man who really established Torah Academy as the institution that it is, and he was the principal of the school for many, many years, he, uh, he used to do a radio show or shows that would be broadcast in different cities, especially towns where there were small Jewish communities, holiday time to kind of give a primer on what the holiday was. And so I was, as I was driving here today, I was thinking to myself, this is actually a throwback to uh, a time long ago. We found once reel-to-reel tapes of one of those broadcasts that from, from back then. Um, so it's a little different. The file is a little different now, but, uh, but it is interesting. It goes back to that. And you're carrying on the tradition for Torah Academy uh, here with us on the Victory Hour. I want to remind everyone that there are 7 billion people in the world. There are approximately 14.5 million Jews, maybe 15. And that is it in the entire world. I'm probably not reminding many of you of that because many of you didn't know that. And now, for the first time, you're learning it. Most people that I ask, the vast majority, say, oh, there's got to be three, four hundred million. Why? Well, because, you know, how could Jews be on the front page of the paper every day when there's only 15 million? I mean, what's the big deal? Well, uh, I'll tell you, the Jewish state of Israel, if you study about it and how much it has brought to the world, not just Jews have a lot to be proud of. Those who support the Jewish state have Uh, a lot to be proud of. And tonight, over the next couple of days, and 10 days from now, uh, all of those Jews across the world are going to be focusing with introspection on what they can do for a reset and connection with God. And and it is is a wonderful uh, practice and connection uh, each year, this reset, Uh, for all of us to think about. Rabbi, as it relates to how wonderful it is, gratitude is what we were talking about on the other side of the break. How does that relate or connect to the High Holy Days? So just before we get to that, it's not just resetting your relationship with God. There's also a tremendous opportunity to reset your relationship with other people. Someone who you got off the rails with, someone who you had a falling out with. Oh, yes. Um, It's a time to... Swallow your pride, I promise you won't choke, and try to square up, try to make amends, try to reconnect, and at least, at the very least, turn the temperature down on a relationship that's gone the wrong way. That's even harder than facing God. Sometimes it's facing a, somebody who you've had a falling out with and trying to square that away, but that's a beautiful thing when you can accomplish that. Yes, and it's, and it's something that uh, uh, is not just tradition, but is really a fundamental pillar of uh, Rosh Hashanah and particularly Yom Kippur. Correct. Back to what you said, gratitude. Gratitude is the fundamental basis for a spiritual person. You have to be able to develop gratitude in your life. Gratitude towards the people around you, gratitude towards the creator for everything he does for you. And Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, where we come in and we do have our needs and wants for the year, and we have an opportunity to present those 
to God, so to speak, is what I need and, and hope and pray that I get those. But boy, is it important before you do that to make that gratitude list. Sit down and write down what you're thankful for, what you have. And if it's if you don't fill a sheet of paper, you didn't do it right. You gotta go back again. I'm not just talking about because who says that what you have is guaranteed for the next year? It's not X plus. You're starting over from scratch, every single one of us. Starting over from scratch, exactly. And all you have to do, any one of us who's been through a situation where all of a sudden our life got rocked, maybe it's been our finances, maybe it's our job, maybe it's our health, whatever it might be. When you Even find a loss it, of someone important? Correct. When you find yourself out of sorts and you realize how much you had, you realize how much you took for granted, that's what we're talking about. Stop and say, you know what? My hands work. My eyes work. I can walk. When things are going talk. great, it's much easier to have gratitude and you can listen. It's when things are going tough that you really need to look at how grateful you should be. Sometimes, but sometimes it's the other way. When things are going great, you think it's you. Oh, I don't, wow. need, to, I don't sure. need to have gratitude. Yeah. Right? But all the things we take for granted, I think that when the times get tough, we recognize them. Because you don't have them all of a sudden. I didn't even realize I had that. I didn't realize that I needed that. And all of a sudden you say, wow, you know, I didn't, I wasn't thinking of that. You, you're down, you're sick, you know, you get a, a fever and whatever it is. And all of a sudden you can't do anything. You realize how crippled you can become like that. These are the things we have to realize how blessed we are. If we recognize the blessings that we have and we emotionally connect to God and thank him for all of that, then that puts us in a position to say, I, I, I'm almost embarrassed to ask for it, but could I have a little more? Yeah. Not because you owe it to me, but just because I feel I need it. I feel it's something that's required. I feel I can accomplish more with it. You want to make a compelling case to God for what you need at any time in life, not just what Shunyam Kipper. Tie it into what you're going to do with it. Think of the teenager who comes to you and says, can I have 20 bucks for what? I don't need 20 bucks. Okay, well, maybe you'll give it to me. Maybe you won't. But if they say, I need 20 bucks, Why? Well, I'm buying this book. It's going to help me study for this class, and it's an important test that I've coming up. You're probably going to give that money pretty quickly. So when you turn to God and say, I need X, Y, or Z in my life because I want to be able to do the following things, I think it's important that I have this opportunity. It's a much different, much more compelling and, case. And, and it's to be able to do important things, to connect with God, to use your abilities and skills in his honor. Yes, Correct. Well, it has been an, a wonderful, wonderful hour. I, I think uh, you all feel it as well as I do. With Rabbi Joshua Bornstein. Rabbi, thank you very much for being with us. Make sure you join us next Sunday for the Victory Hour. It'll be outstanding. Have a great week. Knows his way around, and so I always do what Bernie recommends. You've been listening to The Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. For more information, go to parkerdk.com. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot.
Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, E-V-R, cleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K290. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.